0: Welcome back to Embodied Wellness Radio, a podcast framed around making women healthy again. And today we have a very special guest whose whole entire business is based off of a very similar principle to ours. We are so stoked to have Erin Ashley on the podcast today. Welcome.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me, both of you.
2: No, we are so excited to have you on because we feel like our businesses intersect in the exact same goal. And we've had so many different health professionals on this podcast if this is your first time listening in the past we've had birth doulas to energy workers and we feel like everything at the end of the day intersects with where you start with like putting the things in your mouth you know Um, and that's kind of where we're super excited obviously about the supplement company that you started which we'll eventually get into Um, but before that if you haven't listened uh, to our last podcast which is uh, Sarah's solo so just talking about estrogen, highly recommend you take a listen to that first and then come back to this and you're going to get so many benefits out of what we're going to be talking about today. Yeah.
0: So Erin is a local entrepreneur. She has a business called Erin Wellness. You might've seen it on my Instagram page before. She is a holistic nutritionist and her whole entire company is based off of empowering women through holistic health. So Erin, can you tell us a little bit about your company and why you got started on this mission?
1: Sure, I'd love to. Um, so one of the reasons we actually had, one of the big reasons I started the company is I struggled myself. I had eating disorders for about 25 years. I did fitness competitions for number years. So I was on hormonal birth control as well. And when everything kind of when I had my aha moment, I call it, um, I was in my 30s and I had done a fitness show and then afterwards I started falling back into that bulimic tendencies of binging and purging. my daughter you know knocked on the bathroom door and almost caught me purging. And I remember catching my reflection and I was just like, I can't do this anymore. I have to get a grip and have a better relationship with food and my body or this is going to be Michaela. And in that, the decision I made there was that I had to start getting myself well. And it wasn't just the food I ate. It wasn't just the exercise. It really was looking at everything holistically. And then when I began to work on the thoughts i like the i say the five pillars of aaron Walsh: the thoughts you think the friends you keep your daily movement nutrition and then supplementation those are the five pillars in which we abide by as a company and we want all of our messaging to be in that to really educate people and um but i remember i had to work through cognitive behavioral therapy then i had to really have support network to help me then i had to look at my nutrition and I had to look at my movement. And when I began to then look at my supplementation, there wasn't anything on the market that really helped balance my hormones or really that I felt spoke to me and not only spoke to me from an ingredient or a formula standpoint, but also wasn't backed with the idea of take this and everything's going to be okay. So I really don't believe in that. There's no magic pill. None of my stuff is a magic pill. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Disclaimer. Like, so I think that's a big messaging that I decided that I wanted to find something that would support people and create something that would support women but also, too, that had the the messaging and education that you could give somebody to change their life and make a difference and taking these little steps with the thoughts you think, the friends you keep, all those different, the five pillars, then having supplementation added to it, but giving them all the tools they need to make those changes because that's what I was looking for. And also being the mom to a 13-year-old, um, the messaging, I was always the same idea, right? It's like, be skinnier or be, like, be something else than you are. And really having a conversation of you can be healthy and happy at any size if we were talking about that before we kind of started recording, but it's being feeling your best self, right? And really having that message as well. Right. It's not about a look. It's about how do you feel in your body, how's your energy, how, like all of the five pillars as well. Right. So that's kind of where it all, I guess kind of all started from <laughs> in a roundabout story way. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. And Holistic health is a term that's often thrown around on social media like everyone nowadays is a holistic health coach holistic this holistic that but it's important to actually like ground ourselves in what that means so like Aaron said it is looking at ourselves as a whole, and the whole is greater than the sum of the parts. So oftentimes Mm -hmm. in the supplement world or even in like the fitness world, people are trying to deal with one thing at a time. What can I do for this specific thing? But our body doesn't work like that. (laughs) Your body works as a beautiful, dynamic whole that's intricate and all of the parts are really connected. And so holistic health really looks at your body as a whole and how when one system is off, everything is off. And if your mind is off, your body is going to be off. And if your environment isn't supporting your best health, your body is going to be off too. So it really blends like your environment, your mind, your body, the food you eat, the thoughts you think, all of these things into a whole. And that is what makes us into our best health and our best self. And so I am not easily impressed. I'll tell you that. But I was incredibly impressed when I started looking into the formulations of Aaron's products because they really... They really dialed in holistic health and hormones. So oftentimes when you see a product on the market, it's like, take this for estrogen detox and it's like one supplement that might help like phase two liver detoxification but really when i looked at Erin's formulation it was like supporting liver health also supporting estrogen levels also supporting the other body systems that are involved and so it's really beautiful to see how the way that she views holistic health also then was integrated into her products which then when a client takes in addition to working on their mindset working on their nutrition all that other good stuff it really supports your body as a whole, because especially when we're talking about hormones, you can't just look at one piece of the puzzle. Hormones work together when one hormone is off or it's in too much, too little, not doing its job at the right time. It has a cascade effect to other hormones. And so these products, they really support your whole system when we're talking about supporting the hormones, which is one thing that I was incredibly, incredibly impressed about. And again, Denon can tell you, I'm not easily impressed.
2: No, I always like refer to hormones as being a symphony, right? Like if you think of like oh, some of you, some of you might be a little young for this if you're listening, but Fantasia 2000 for anybody around more our yeah. age. You remember that? <laughs> I look at hormones like a symphony, right? If you have this beautiful orchestra that's playing away, but there's that one freaking trumpet in the back that's just a little off key and slowly gets well, louder. Why did I choose the trumpet? And I used to
0: play the trumpet
2: all right okay trombone then. no, no <laughs> offense bell. to trumpet right Cow yeah cowbell <laughs> that one cowbell in the back it's really really loud slowly the issue is yeah. you might not notice that over a course of one or two minutes but as that cowbell gets louder and louder and louder it throws off the entire orchestra and exactly. that's the importance of the synchronicity of this uh the symphony that your body is playing in the hormone roles. and back to the actual yeah. products itself and i don't I, we don't actually have like a full-blown affiliation with Aaron Wellness, um, but they are products that we do promote to our clients because we do believe in it. And um, I get a lot of questions from people all the time because obviously of my background in the supplement industry, and I am very hard on companies. And um, as Aaron and I were talking about beforehand, <laughs> especially you? I am very, no. very hard on products. <laughs> Since
0: when? What? <laughs> um,
2: yeah, I don't tend to hold back, but, um, I know the team that Aaron worked with to, to build them and they're all reputable and I'm looking at the actual dosages. They're fantastic. So let's move on.
1: Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, the formulator, sorry, but my formulator, Don, is amazing. Um, I also have Lauren, I was telling you before, so I have a couple of, I'm not a formulator. So I had somebody like, what do you mean you didn't formulate them? I'm like, no, I'm not a formulator. There's only so many things somebody can do. <laughs> so, and I think that's important to bring somebody in who really, understands that and really also understands making a formula that like with reclaim the one product we're going to kind of talk about is you're not just dealing with hormones as you said like we have mood support in there too with the st john's wort because that's a big component of and then also Mm -hmm. immune support as well because your immune gets compromised as you were saying that you know the, the orchestra like idea is when you have hormones that are off your estrogens off your estrogen levels are too high that can also affect your immune health it affects everything it's all this like you know, this thing that all lays one thing, like those dominoes. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like being a domino. St. John's
2: wort is a very reputable ingredient. I, I've uh, only it, started it, using it, it, it in the past like couple months just because I go th- kind of through this cyclical undulating levels of like, you know, not seasonal depression, but I have my down days and I do yeah, find St. Yeah. John's wort has been a serious help for me.
1: It's one of the most powerful um, antidepressants, and the, the only the one thing I will say is that if somebody is on antidepressants, Reclaim would not be the product for them just because the fact it would contraindicate with that. But I am a you. This you feel it in like 15 minutes, 15-20 minutes. I can feel Reclaim. I'm like, oh, and that's one of the feedback we get to People like you actually feel it when they stop taking it. They're like, wow, I just don't feel it as like happy, or I just don't like. They also notice their mood is really affected by that, and it really has to do with that Saint John's Wort. And that was a unique ingredient that he put in there.
0: Yeah, it is. It is. And a lot of clinical studies have shown just to be as effective as Prozac or antidepressants in treating depression and specifically PMDD, which is PMS type depression. So yeah, very impressed, as I said. So let's talk about Reclaim. So it's formulated to support estrogen detoxification pathways, so let's talk a little bit about estrogen. So, what even is estrogen, and what role does it play as a hormone?
1: Okay, so obviously we know estrogen is the female hormone that we have in our body, and it's responsible for so many things. Be it cognitive health, be it obviously it's one of our sex hormones as well with our cycle, um, bone health. It helps us. I mean, that's one of the women the reason women tend to get osteoporosis in their later part of their years because your estrogen levels end up dropping. Um, but when we have too much of anything, as we were talking about before, the symphony effect, too much of anything is not a good thing. And so when you have too much estrogen in the body, that's when you can have those you know, painful, heavy periods. Yeah, you have your acne, you can have hair loss, you can have low libido. There's so many things that can happen with too much of estrogen in your body. And a lot of the times that comes from hormonal birth control, which I know you've addressed on many different times talking about hormonal birth control. Um, but it also comes from that. It comes from the toxins. It comes from the skincare we use, it comes from the meats we're eating, all the different things we're ingesting, plus stress as well with cortisol, because cortisol levels will then have an effect on estrogen too. So mm-hmm. too much estrogen is not a good thing. So really um, detoxifying, making sure that we're doing the necessary steps to not have excess estrogen is really important. It's not just taking supplementation, which is an important part of it, but it's what you touch base on a lot, which is, of course, you know, movement and Um, even with stress, right? The thoughts you think, we kind of talked about the five pillars, but making sure that we're going to the bathroom on a regular basis. (laughs) I always say you got to be pooping. right? That's really important. And I mean, what's interesting what they say is, I actually kind of pulled this little stat today, but like with premenopausal women, exercise is super important, but exercising five hours a week can drop your um, excess estrogen levels by 19%. -hmm. So just even movement, like when I pulled that stat today, I was like, that's so interesting. So we can all rush to the stores and look to buy Vitex or look to buy supplementation. But are you moving your body and sweating every day? 19% you can drop. That's a big, mm-hmm. that's a big drop just by five hours a week. Mm-hmm. And I
0: always moving. say, yeah. go back to the basics because yeah. I work with a lot of women who come to me and they have like, oh, I have all of these different problems. Like, And they think they need this fancy protocol. And I always start with, are you doing the basics? Are you nourishing yeah. your body? Are you taking care of your digestive health? Are you managing your stress levels? Are you getting enough sleep? Are you hydrated? Are you moving? until we have those in check, we don't need all of these like little bits and pieces to to just create more stress in our minds. We just need that like really solid foundation. Awesome. You got that in check. Now we can start to look at the other little pieces. And with estrogen, especially the reason why it's such a prevalent imbalance is because it's affected by all of these different little things, right? You're stressed in your mind or you have a stressful job or you're overstressing your body in some way that influences your body, maybe producing more or inability to metabolize it maybe your nutrition isn't super on point so your digestive health is off your liver is sluggish okay so now you're not getting rid of it properly maybe you decide that you really love drinking alcohol and you want to have a few glasses of wine every night okay so that affected it too and then you're also stressed out which lowers progesterone and And you can really see how like all of these different things have a huge role in it, which is why it's really important to focus on supporting the levels and going back to the idea of a symphony is like we need all of our queens in our body, all of our queen hormones to be doing the right thing in the right amount at the right time. And so when we're talking about estrogen or a female reproductive health, we need balanced levels of estrogen and progesterone. And progesterone is a hormone whose one of its jobs among many is to stabilize us and protect us from the highs and lows of estrogen throughout our cycle because estrogen rises and dips. And so progesterone makes us feel chill, calm, stable, all that good stuff. But progesterone is hard to produce. You need to be ovulating to produce enough. And it's also influenced by stress. And I'm going to go ahead and say that most of us are pretty stressed out, right? So now we have kind of this two-sided issue of imbalance where we have too much estrogen or our body's not getting rid of it. And we also have lower progesterone. So that space in between, uh, that imbalance space is growing and growing and growing, which is why we really need to hit things from both sides and how just like coming back to the idea, we can't just focus on one issue. We need to zoom out and look at the whole picture when we're talking about supporting our body.
1: hundred yeah, percent. And I think that's, that's one of the things I really tried to do with the product and with even using the QR codes because um, I have QR codes on the front label for the viewers who don't know, but we have QR codes on the front of each bottle. And what they do is they actually lead you to a video where I discuss the product. But on top of that, We really go into the four phases of a woman's cycle. We really talk to you about finding hormonal balance. We have meal planners in there because as I said earlier, there is no magic pill. It really is all of this accumulation together. And I I want somebody to start moving their body every day. I want somebody to make sure they're going to the bathroom on a regular basis. I want them to really start when they have the negative thoughts, using that cognitive behavioral therapy and catching themselves and making different choices because that internally is going to affect your estrogen levels as well. Looking at all the different things you can do And then uh, having a really great supplementation on protocol on top of that. And then I think you really have sustainable health and wellness. And that's really the mission. And I know it's you guys' mission too, is to have people have sustainable health, to feel great all the time. It's not necessarily how you look, although that's nice too, Mm -hmm. but feel really good. And when your estrogen levels are off and your period's out of whack and you're stressed all the time, then I think, and you're not, have no libido, because that's not fun either then I think, you know, you look at that, it's like, that's not living your most optimum self. Mm-hmm. So it's really important that, that as women, we really take care of ourselves in that way and, and pay attention to those different things and making sure that we have that all balanced out with every different you know pillar, as I call them.
0: Mm-hmm. And for some women, it can feel overwhelming, right? So you're may- maybe a female and you're experiencing all of these different issues that seem like Oh my gosh, I have 20 things to work on. My digestion is off. I'm bloated all the time. I have no sex drive. My skin is acting up. I'm holding on to water. My periods are a mess. I have painful periods. It's like all of these different puzzle pieces. But when we actually zoom out, just how everything works together, there's a few main supports that pretty well work for most hormone issues, right? Again, move your body, stay hydrated, make sure you're eating enough of a good balance of macronutrients, proteins, carbs, fats, make sure you're eating mineral rich foods, make sure that your stress levels are low, make sure that you're having daily bowel movements and supporting your gut health, you have good supplementation. And once you address all of those things, it's like, oh, all of these other symptoms that I thought were random... Actually, we're really stemming from these few issues. So it can in some ways like seem overwhelming. Oh my gosh, everything is connected. Well, what else could be off then, right? But it's like, if we just draw ourselves back to the basics, it is such a powerful way to really support everything you have going on is just coming back to those five pillars, as Erin mentioned. And so with estrogen specifically, what types of symptoms might someone experience if they have unopposed estrogen is a good term?
1: much estrogen estrogen dominance yeah um well i mean you can have everything from you have a hard time losing weight mean, we kind of talked about that you have a hard time losing weight um your libido is really shot i think libido is a tricky one too because i think libido a lot of the time because we're so emotionally connected too so you could not have a libido because your husband, let's say, doesn't empty the dishwasher or help out again. So that's you know, but oh, there is other right. reasons that's that's
2: literally me though.
1: <laughs> you know, there's <laughs> another reason to libido might not be at play. So it might not necessarily just be that. It could be like, oh my god, could you please help me out in the house? You know, so but you know, your libido is lower, your hair might be falling out, your your skin, as you were saying, right? You have acne, your periods are really off, you have painful heavy periods, all these different things can really lead you down to this road. And I think Um, I think another really important thing is the fact that now we have these conversations. I just want to touch base on that, because I thought about it in my head when you were talking a second ago, because my daughter's 13. And the fact that we are having these conversations for younger women. So when I was 13, nobody was talking about this. Nobody was talking about hormonal balance. Nobody was talking about, you know, if my estrogen levels are up or how I'm feeling, or I shouldn't be on the hormonal birth control because it's going to throw off my, you know, almost can really mess me up down the road. And we're having a lot more empowering conversations for young girls and young teenagers. And my daughter and I have very different conversations around cycle and around estrogen, around these things that I never had with my mom. So mm-hmm. it's not only really educating ourselves, but I think the big thing as women is when we start to really understand how we're feeling or if we're having, if we're estrogen dominant or we're not feeling hundred percent ourselves. That then educates our daughters to really take a look when they're not feeling 100% themselves and what that could be for them, right? And if we're able to be like, okay, I need to eat better. I need to have more fiber-rich foods and, you know, cruciferous vegetables because that's going to help detoxify estrogen. Mm-hmm. I need to get a good night's sleep, as you were saying. Go to bed at a set time. That's a big thing, too, is not staying up till all hours a night, but 10.30. I usually go to bed at 10.30 every night on the dot. Lights out. <laughs> yeah. Best sleep ever. Best sleep ever. If I'm up till 11... All of a sudden, I'm like laying there. I'm like, I can't sleep. Like, it's just this like 1030. I have to be out. And in that I have great sleep. Right. And that's going to help, too, with my stress levels, which is going to lower my cortisol. But this this idea that not only we are helping ourselves, but I think the big thing we need to remember, too, is if we have daughters or other women in your life, which most of us do, you're educating them as well to take care of themselves with these little steps, because they're going to see that you're feeling better. You're more energetic. You're like, wow, I feel really great. They're like, well, she looks like she, she looks like she's really healthy and she's happy. And in that, that's going to make them say, oh, so just these steps, or I have the power empower, I'm empowered to do that for myself too. Right. So just even, yeah, the fact that I have a 13 year old and, you know, she has such a different relationship and understanding of even her period. And like when she first got her period, I was like, that's amazing. <laughs> oh, this is so awesome. I'm like, hold that tampon high. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Aww. laughs> but really empowering her as being a woman and being able to have conversations like this, that my mom never, my mom still doesn't talk to me about this stuff, Mm -hmm. you know? So I think that's having this platform that you guys have created too, and being able to have these conversations to empower women, but it also empowers their daughters. And that's something else we can really look at too. We have a better understanding. Right. Mm -hmm. So
2: while we're on the subject, I, I think a really important thing is like part of our vision when embodied wellness co when, when Sarah and I were first having the conversations about, um, the, the coaching platform. And then where we also, I'm not going to spoil it, but where the business is going to be going over the next couple of years. Um, as far as we on, we know that we can only have a set certain amount of people that we can coach at one time. Therefore, our impact can only be on those set amount of people. And maybe with the very close people that they help to share some of that information with as well. And yes, there's social media and yes, there's these podcasts. However, um, Part of the empowerment isn't just for women and their daughters around them, right? And one of the reasons that we could just have Sarah being the face of everything in the company, but one of the reasons that I as a male need to be involved is because I think back to when I was strictly a performance coach and one of the girls that I was working with was 14 years old at the time uh, and she was an Olympic hopeful in, well, I won't say the sport because I don't want to out the person, but um, she was having huge hormonal issues at that age already. And I'm sitting there as a performance co- coach. Back then, I didn't know as much as I do now, especially in a female health space. And I'm sitting wow. there going, "How could I possibly help this girl?" Like the performance is such. She's overtraining. The female athlete triad is what it was called before. is very evident in this person, but she's one to two years away from the Olympics. And we're sitting yeah, there going like, I, I I don't know where I can help this person. She needs an endocrinologist. I don't know if I'm harming her in other ways. Kind of like we were talking about before we were on the show. Again, I was getting to the point where I'm like, at what point are we hurting these kids, you know, both mentally and physically to the point where they're going to have deleterious health effects in their 20s, 30s and 40s, just because we're pushing them so hard to make the NHL right now or do Olympics right now and whatnot. So when we're, doing this, these podcasts and whatnot, I, I need to be here from a male perspective as well, because there's a lot of male coaches and you and I know we we come from the fitness industry, like, right? yeah. like there's, there's a few female coaches who coach females, but there's a lot of male quote unquote nutritionists who are murdering women's health at a at a substantial enough level that we need more men involved in this as well taking care for the opposite sex because we have to live in this community harmoniously together yeah. and the only way we can do that happily is if we all come together and it's difficult for men to sit here uh, oftentimes listening to progesterone and estrogen and they're like honestly I don't even know what you're talking about and that's why it's like yeah. I want to be here to show people like look you're learning what almost seems like a whole different species when you start diving into the books. It's so confusing because males are such simple and basic biological constructs as compared to women, right? So, part of the vision, sorry we're going a little off track here, is that we also do want men involved with this. And partners, husbands, if you can understand what your your girlfriend or your wife is going through, yeah. that is going to help your relationship. Maybe at this time of the month during this part of your cycle i know how to support you better so this is part 100%. of the, whole, the larger vision of like we're starting small right now because we only have so much time but as we grow yeah. broader and broader and offer more courses okay there we go yeah. starting to tease a little <laughs> bit to to the, to the <laughs> masses so we can help like more it. and more people yeah. um that's kind of where the larger vision is looking
1: but i think even having i mean having something for men or male coaches to take and understand that because it is it's all women that talk about oh they're female includes. But they're, they have no idea, and to be able to give a you know a male coach or somebody who's especially if they're doing fitness competition training, which I'm like Yuck, oh god, that go they are giving, <laughs> that really need to understand right, like what how important it is to make sure that we're we're not you know losing our cycles and losing, and that was almost like a badge of honor when I competed. I mean, it was like I lost my period. I'm like I'm lean, like this weird idea that. When I don't get my period, that means I'm winning because I'm that lean. And now it's funny what I went. I was talking to my doctor because I'm perimenopausal now. And that's another reason why I like reclaim. But um, I don't want to lose my period. I want to keep it as long as if I can keep it into my 70s, I'll be like, yes. So I'm going to do everything I can to keep it, which is interesting because now I have a different perspective of health and wellness, right? And And how I want to commonly
2: refer to it as the fifth vital sign now, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. Like
1: I I want. I want
0: it <laughs> it does stem all the way back to like what we're taught when we are michaela's age 13 years old in school when you're taught oh periods are the curse or pms is 100%. you you almost think that you like pms is is part of the cycle like there's no getting away from it it's like oh yeah you know you feel crappy and people normalize it so much that nobody knows any different and you know it's yeah. not just about your period health it's about the fact that if you have period issues if you have pms This is going to cause health issues later on. There's something in your body that is out of balance that is asking you through your symptoms, symptoms are just messengers, please help. Send help, please, right? So it's asking you for help and we're ignoring it and we are normalizing it. And I see it all the time in the fitness industry too where they're just like, even like female coaches and they're talking poorly about periods or yeah oh yeah you know it's the time of the month and I'm like it doesn't have to be like that the conversation needs to change we need to also know why it's important to have a period every time that we ovulate many people don't even know that the point of a cycle is ovulation and the bleed is just like uh, what happens after as a result right so every time that you ovulate we're depositing in our health bank as a female and if you have missed cycles and you're not ovulating you are at a greater risk later on for bone issues for sarcopenia for dementia for cognitive decline right so we don't actually know as a female how important having our cycle is and how important having a healthy cycle is never mind what a healthy cycle even looks like when i have the conversation with my clients they're like oh but I I don't really know what's normal. Like is this normal? X Y and Z and when you open up the conversation it's it's really eye opening to see that like my clients in their 20s, 30s they they haven't been educated on what is even normal as a female. So we live in this body that we aren't even really connected with. We yeah. almost feel like we're a victim to it because we have all of these symptoms and signs coming up when really, if we were taught at a young age, how important it is, how amazing and incredible it is to be. Yeah. And all of the benefits that come with being a female and a cyclical being, I feel like we would have women who are already healthier, but now that's our mission is to make women healthier again. Part of that is opening up this conversation when we're younger and teaching and educating women on what it even means to be a female and take care of your health.
1: I think one of the things was funny, I was talking to my girlfriend because when Michaela got her period, I was just so excited for her. I was like, this is just amazing. Like now you get like, this is such a wonderful, miraculous thing that your body does. Like how amazing is this? And we had this long conversation. I called my girlfriend. I'm like, she got her period. This is amazing. And uh, she said to me, wow, she goes, you handled that totally different than what I did. And I'm like, why? She goes, well, welcome to hell. And I was like, seriously? Yeah. But and, We need to like, get rid of that. We need to get rid of that because- and that's the whole thing, right? Like hell week and the whole like the whole idea shark behind it. So yeah, shark week, like guys having that idea and women having that idea too, that this is such a negative thing. And um, I was talking to another woman, I said, you know, I want my period as long as possible. And she's like, why? I'm like, because the health benefits, like this is, I you want your cycle, you know? And I think we don't have enough of that education surrounding that. And also with, where you're saying with PMS, it doesn't have to be there. If you're eating the good fiber, especially getting to sleep at that time, we have all these different things in play you shouldn't be having really, you know, horrendous periods. It should be a lot easier on your body, right? So, and if you are, then and you've done all these things, then it's time to really go see an endocrinologist, and really time to probably go see a doctor and to dig into what's happening, right? Mm-hmm. And get maybe put to a touch test, do something like those lines. But for the most part, I think it's changing that conversation as well, and that's a big thing from Erin Wellness as well is changing that conversation with young women to to kind of celebrate. Si- celebrate your cycle It means a hashtag when you start celebrate your cycle I don't, I don't, <laughs> so, we can get that truth, right? um, Celebrate your cycle. let's start doing it
0: <laughs> and it's important to also um teach women that it's okay and it's normal to, to not feel the same throughout your cycle and that change <laughs> or feeling different isn't always a bad thing and you know when you yeah. actually start to dive deep into like what the changes are and you learn how to support them it really is powerful because you know some weeks like when i'm ovulating i'll talk forever i can explain things really well i want to socialize with people i want to go on my instagram stories whatever it may be and then the next week just because i don't feel the same or i don't feel like doing that doesn't mean that it's quote unquote bad that next week in my luteal phase or when i'm in my menstrual phase, I really want to focus in on like what needs to change in our business? How am I showing up? Planning, you know, going inwards. And like these changes, we can use them as a positive thing. However, we've just we've tried to fit ourselves into the same box as males, being the same every day. We feel the same every day when we wake up and we're not. And you know, that is part of our superpower that we can be these like beautiful dynamic beings, you know, you know, like that person in high school who can kind of like be friends with whoever they're just cool. They're on their own. That's us as females. So rather than just like trying to stick yourself in a box, we need to own this like beautiful dynamic nature. We need to teach our daughters. We need to teach our friends. We even need to teach our mothers (laughs) oftentimes about what this is so that we can change the conversation and so that females don't say like oh you know it's just the price to pay of being a female i'm like well actually for me i'm, I'm getting paid to be a female is the way that i look at it
1: quite well for me mm. i think so too and i agree with that i think it's important too that's one of the things we have with proclaim is syncing your your phase with your your lifestyle and what you're doing day to mm. day when you're going to be training differently what exercises you want to have all those different things all fall into play too right mm-hmm. different phases one and with Michaela, I have her on the, the my flow app and we did that right mm-hmm. when she got her cycle. So we really got to, and she, and they have it all at their fingertips. And so she, you know, she'll come in she'd be like, mom, I'm in my follicular phase. Like so it's a very different conversation that I had. Like I, my mom never, I didn't even know that. I didn't even into this day when I'm in stores and I talk about the four phases of a women's cycle. I am not telling, so many women are like, what? Like they just don't know. Mm-hmm. Right. And so that needs to change. And having, Podcasts like this and doing the work which you're doing as well is so important because it is educating women and also like having products like reclaim is starting this conversation and really normalizing that and having people understand is super important
2: apps are apps are a great start for a lot of people um they have yeah. they, they have their benefits they do have also their yeah. drawbacks as well since they're not pulling you know constant yeah, biomarkers yeah. but it's
1: never it correct but it's like you're starting your cycle i'm like no no i'm not uh, yeah. <laughs> and then
2: you're pregnant yeah. next week well, that, and that's kind of where like there's there's good yeah. sides to it and there's bad sides to it. The important thing is, is yeah, exactly. at least starting the knowledge for for a lot yeah, of people. I agree. I wouldn't
1: want her to rely on that to track and you know not be using perception. I mean she's 13, so then that's happening anyway. So she's like 30, but <laughs> <laughs> you know. But at the same time, it was a really good. It was really good for her and I to do it together too, because then she also was like, "Mom, we have our cycle like at the same time." Like, yeah, well, that's because we're in the same house, and mm-hmm. this is. What So it's interesting just the conversations you can have because, yeah, my mom, it was like top secret. All I know is that she told every one of my aunts that I got my period and I got a call from like all five of my aunts. They're like, congratulations. I'm like, I don't want to talk about it because I was so embarrassed. And with Michaela, it's so different. Like she just has no qualms about it. She like takes her tampon and goes into the bathroom at school. Like It's not like, you know, undercover operation. (laughs) James Mm. Bond like in the bathroom. (laughs) Hiding it under her shirt. Right? Like nobody see me. You know, I don't have a period. Yeah. It's like, no, I've got whatever. And she's just so open with it. I, I, so I like funny. that
2: actually. We we should make your period as sexy as Daniel Craig.
1: Like, right? That should right? be it, right? That that's that's how
2: we
0: should that, flaunt I, it. I don't even
1: know who that <laughs> is. <Yeah. You're> like, <laughs> Daniel dan, Craig dan, is my man crush. Dan, 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 dan. <laughs> <laughs> it's like dilla, cheer. <laughs> yeah.
0: mm, so that's coming so kind of like circling back to the phases of the menstrual cycle and and estrogen. Typically, someone would see signs of estrogen imbalances potentially throughout their whole cycle, but specifically like the week leading up to their period is usually when these symptoms kind of start to manifest. So again, it's like difficulty losing weight, specifically around your period would be like water retention, bloating, acne, mood imbalances and mood swings, um, all of the cravings and kind of all of, yeah, very heavy heavy periods, periods, um, painful periods as well. And so kind of just stemming back to like this idea of really supporting ourselves in a holistic way, it would be useful to give the listeners a few things that they can do to start to support their estrogen detoxification or healthy estrogen levels. So we'll kind of look at this like from a holistic perspective and we'll talk about a few different things in the environment, in your body, and then also with like nutrition and supplementation. So, first of all, looking at the environment and kind of what people are exposing themselves to, what would you say are a few things that our listeners can really start to focus in on to support healthy estrogen levels?
1: You know, some of the things I started doing from a very, just even a small perspective, because I think that's the thing we look at the big list, Mm -hmm. like, oh my gosh, I've changed so much. Things I've done, even at our household, is um, our shampoos and conditioners, Mm -hmm. like paraben free, look at our soaps. I don't use any softeners or, um, uh, dish detergent that has any fragrance in it or colors or anything like that. So well, I know there's usually colors in here, but the fragrance stuff, right? The bounce as much as I love the smell of bounce, mm-hmm. we have no fragrance anymore in any of our soap. So really pulling like there's little things like that. You can do just from a shopping level. You can be like, okay, looking at the shampoos you're looking, looking at the skincare you're using. Um, we use all natural, like I use based for our skincare, right? Cause it mm-hmm. doesn't have the parents in it. It's got, it's all natural. Looking at little choices like that you can make just from that standpoint, I think is really important. And then of course, the waking up every morning when I lay in bed, um, I was raised in the church. So we always prayed. but so I kind of pray, but it's like, that's my easiest way. But my gratitude, I lay in bed in the morning before I get out of bed. And I just go through all the things I'm so grateful for, even though I've got a lot of, you know, crap going on that we all do. And there's a lot of stuff we can focus on but really being like, I'm so grateful. Thank you so much for my health. Thank you so mm-hmm. much. And I just give, I just thank you. Thank you for my animals being healthy. Thank you for my daughter being like, I go through that and that gratitude as well. And landing in that thoughts you think first thing in the morning, and then looking at all the stuff like, you know, the stuff I'm gonna put on my skin when I head out the door, mm-hmm. the foods I'm gonna eat along the way, right? But environment, I think also, you know, the stuff we're putting on top, but also the stuff we're thinking. Mm-hmm. I think That's the big is the thoughts we think.
0: Definitely. And it's really simple. So a lot of women think they need to completely overhaul everything they have, which I mean I'm all for that. I'm gonna support you if you wanna overhaul everything in your house. But really it's like, oh, I ran out of my mascara. Maybe you download the app Think Dirty, which I've talked about before, and you go to the store and you're like, I have no clue what the hell is clean, what the hell is gonna cause me, like issues. So you just search like L'Oreal and it gives you like eight out of 10 red sign and you're like okay next you know physician's formula okay that's okay and we just do the best that we can right and I think a lot of people get stuck because they try to do the perfect thing right like I have some clients who send me pictures of everything that they want to buy which is awesome but at some point we need to be like Are you going to go to seven different stores to get things, right? Or it's like, okay, well, this is my best choice right now. And this is also how we create sustainability is because if we make things too inconvenient for ourselves, we're probably not going to follow through. So it's this small swaps. Oh, I ran out of my shampoo. Awesome. I'm going to message Sarah and ask her what shampoo I should do, or I'm going to go and find a resource that has like best natural shampoos for hormone health and it's these small switches in our environment that play a huge role for females. A big one is what we put on our bodies so like perfumes, deodorants, um, shampoo, body lotion, makeup, all of those things that can easily be swapped out. Thoughts we think are really important, keeping our stress levels in check and as you briefly touched on kind of the diet and nutrition piece. And so yeah. with somebody's nutrition, what are a few ways that they can start to support healthy estrogen levels?
1: Definitely fiber. <laughs> we know that cruciferous vegetables, right? Your broccoli, your cauliflower, all those great things. Making sure we have regular bowel movements. I think that's a really as women. Um, I know that's something I struggled with for many years. So I take a fiber blend I have every day. I also take probiotics. I'm a big probiotic person as well. Um, so making sure that you're actually making regular bowel, having regular bowel movements, and then protein levels. Having good, clean protein. Mm-hmm. You know, really looking at where you're buying your meats. Are you buying, you know. Um, hormone, you know, naturally, great, like, uh, sorry, hormone free meats, mm-hmm. the, you know, the whole like buying the way. So when I buy whey, I buy New Zealand whey because I want, they're not, they're grass fed and happy cows, happy ways. Just have a vision of cows dancing in fields. Mm-hmm. That makes me happy. Or even like chickens when I'm buying my eggs, I want my chickens to be able to be I mean, a chicken. I want them to run around. If I'm going to eat meat, I want my cow to have had experience of actually being a cow, not locked into a little pen, right? So looking at things like that. Um, I think is really important, and then of course water, water, water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't get enough water. You know, Michaela, we have, we actually have a Soda Stream. I don't know if you guys have one of those, but I love Soda Stream. And I, you don't have a Soda Stream? Zevia, we're
0: addicted we're a Zivia. to Zevia. <laughs> Zevia family over oh, here.
1: We have Soda Stream. Um, but what <laughs> we do is I have five of the bottles, and I keep them full all the time in the fridge. So we are always drinking like soda water, and then we buy little, little squirty things, right? And put the squirty ones in there. Yeah. But we so much she drinks. Like, I can't believe how much water we drink. And she drinks a ton of water. And it was funny the other day; she had a a pimple show up and she is coming home to her cycle too, but she got a pimple and she was like devastated because she has really great skin. And I was like, are you drinking your water? She's like, I haven't been drinking my water. And I'm like, (laughs) drink your water. And so she literally is just like down, (laughs) thinking she's going to like rinse it out. It's probably not going to be the way it's going to work, but just that reminder of, you know, drinking your water, making sure that you're kind of, you know, always taking care of yourself. Mm Mm-hmm.
2: For people who are listening, and one of the big things in there was like meat. Obviously, um, yeah. if you're loving the information today and you do want more of it, we highly recommend that you do subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you're on. Because one in very soon, actually, we're going to be having PH Ranch. We talked about them on one of our past episodes. Uh, we actually just had our meat delivery from this company, which is a Quinell-based nice. uh, like farm-to-table ranch. Um, tastes, which is amazing. all natural and yeah oh my gosh, the most amazing stuff
1: grass-fed and finished different. it tastes different if the meat if and you, you have, feel different feel different it tastes different i mean it really does and it's i also just ethically have a better i mean you know because we i think now we even see a little cow and you're like oh they're so cute but if a cow <laughs> actually gets to be a cow and have its life and enjoy like then i'm okay it's almost like i'm giving thanks for it by Making yeah. sure that my cow got a chance to really be a cow mm-hmm. and not, you know, in one of the slaughterhouses. That was so that'll safe. be a future
2: episode. I, I think people are that's really going to exciting. like that one, um, and we're going to be dispelling but, a lot of the myths around uh, the meat industry and whatnot. And and it, it's going to be fun. Bryce is going to be our guest on that, so um, I'm awesome. excited for everybody to to tune into that one. But moving on.
0: Yeah, and through nutrition, um, something that's I all my clients are like, yeah. I'm she's definitely told us about that before, is raw carrots. So this is one of the typical like food is medicine type of things because raw carrots specifically have certain fibers in them that can actually bind to excess estrogens in our body and help to get rid of them. So having one or two raw carrots a day can be a really good like I always say carrot a day for your hormones. Apple a day keeps the doctor away. Carrot a day keeps the estrogen away kind of thing. So that's something that people can really focus on. And also just looking at um, reducing inflammation through your nutrition. So really being mindful of like refined sugars and carbohydrates. I know that there's actually a lot of like push in like the anti-diet culture space where it's like sugar is sugar and it's it's just not true, right? So we're going to discuss all of that as well. We really do need to be mindful of what we're putting in our body, scaling back on just the additives that we're exposing ourselves to, artificial dyes, all these different types of artificial sweeteners, right? So really looking at coming back to just eating whole foods as close to the natural form as you can get them through our environment. Again, I touched on this earlier is cutting back on your alcohol consumption, which I know for a lot of women is a huge, huge one. So the kind of statistics show us that anything more than like three drinks a week. And some women crush that in like, their pregame before they even go out to their dinner
2: on a Tuesday.
1: (laughs) yeah, (laughs) Right.
0: So, so it's really important to look at how these, (laughs) how these different things are influencing us. And then also coming back to like how that the food that we eat and what we put in our body then influences our digestive health and our liver health and on the previous podcast on estrogen, I go all into why it's so important to have your liver functioning optimally as well as your digestion. And all of these things, again, come together. And kind of the last. Thing to look at when we're talking about keeping estrogen levels in check is really just making sure that your body is as healthy as possible. Issues like low thyroid can impact your estrogen, Um, insulin resistance can impact your body's sensitivity to estrogen, and just maintaining a healthy body weight, which I know is something that's very controversial to even say nowadays, but you know, adipose tissue can be an organ that secretes estrogen so if we have too much adipose tissue we have too much fat on our body you're probably at risk of high estrogen and so we really do need to like move our body and make sure that we are maintaining a healthy body weight which 100 is a real thing and it's not what we see on social media with people with six-pack shredded abs but it is important to be mindful that there is such a thing of as healthy body weight and it's important for your hormone health and balance as well
1: And it's okay to, I think the thing too is, um, it's okay to want to lose weight. Mm -hmm. I think that's something that's really kind of been, I mean, I'm all for, trust me, I'm all for being accepting of and loving yourself exactly where you are, but it's okay to want to lose weight. It's okay to want to take care of your body. And I, I think that there is a, um, it's almost like a delicate balance, right? Where it's, Mm -hmm. it's one thing when you can love yourself and be totally, but then if you're not healthy then there's, I, I kind of struggle with that, you know, the body positivity when the person's not being healthy and it should be healthy positivity. It should be yeah. like health positivity. I, it I think there's a difference
2: between right? self-acceptance and self-love. Yeah. I can accept yeah. myself where I am right now, but if I love myself, I'm going to take that extra step to realize, look, I know me at 38% body fat right now is probably not going to be the best long term thing. I probably need to get that down below 32. And we talked about this uh, in one of my past podcasts, uh, a solo show that I did, it was uh, titled What is Health? Um, And It triggered a few people (laughs) uh because we really do need to break down okay what really is health where can we find kind of that that threshold of this is probably where you should be it's not really labeling it i I i think one of the best labels i've actually heard for what is health is your body's ability to adapt is really it um but in that episode we kind of yeah broke down through the science um the definitions and also where most of the regulations are around it but where is optimal and it did trigger a few people but I really do think that's kind of we need to look at the definitions instead of throwing these words around of, I, I love myself was hold on do you accept yourself or do you love yourself Definitely. to take this step further and have the self awareness to know I need to take more responsibility for myself and, and for my future self, kind of what we were talking about before the podcast. And you can kind of see where this links together. Sorry to anybody. They missed that conversation. But, um, I would say that's kind of my definition of like how we need to look at that conversation.
1: Yeah. And that's what real, I mean, that's what real self-love is, right? I mean, that's, that's really what it is. If you're able to apply the five pillars, all the things we've talked about in this episode, looking at how do I honor myself? How am I living my best life? And in living my best life and honoring myself, then I have my daughter who watches that as well. She knows I go to the gym every single day. I go to the gym almost every day. Mm-hmm. I love working out. I don't kill myself in the gym, but I'm not over-exercising <laughs> I mean, in the gym every day and moving my body to some capacity every day. But she sees that. That's a big part of who I am. Get up and go to the gym. I feel great in the morning. This morning, <laughs> nah. this morning I did not make it to the gym. But, <laughs> um, but I mean, at the same time, it's, her seeing that as well—that I'm honoring and, and taking care of myself, right—and mm-hmm. that's as I always too. tell
2: people: stimulate your body to change. Don't annihilate yeah. your body to failure. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. yeah. And, you, and then you just begin to don't like you don't like it anyways. If you train overtrain, I mean that's what happened to me after doing years of shows. I'm like I hate the gym. It took me a long time to fall back in love with the gym. It took me a long time to have a better relationship with food and understand what. That I can have a bite of chocolate and it's not gonna throw everything out the window. It's like, no, you can have a bite, you're all good. Welcome right? Back. And, uh, and same thing, was, though, right? it took a long time.
0: Same thing we've been saying with hormones, right? It's like the effective dose. Not too little, but not too much, like in the right amount. Same with like exercise, nutrition, like too much of a good thing? Not such a great thing. Yeah. So thing. Yeah. let's hear a little bit about reclaim as a supplement. So we've talked yeah. a lot about how you can support your estrogen levels through your nutrition, your environment, the way that you think, all that good stuff. But let's hear about how Reclaim does it.
1: Love to. Um, so one of the things I really love about Reclaim is I I truly believe it is the most comprehensive hormonal product on the market right now. If you compare it to anybody else or anybody, or one of the other ones that are great. And there are great ones out there too, so I'm not knocking them. They're great. But they're not but, as
0: great, so we'll just put that
1: so <laughs> not, I said When I was on Dragon's Den, they asked me what the difference, I'm like, my formulas are better. Humble. And I just know that. I like, I know they are better. I know that in Reclaim, there's nobody who's giving you the dosages that we're giving you. And not only that, just the extensive list of ingredients that we have in here, right? With the calcium deglucarate that's going to help with stage two liver detoxification, supporting your body and Flushing out that excess estrogen metabolites. You've got the green tea in here. You've got resveratrol. We've got DIM, which helps balance good and bad estrogen. You've also got broccoli mm-hmm. sulforaphane. We talked about the importance of having those precipitous vegetables in your diet. Um, and then on top of that, we've got the St. John's Wort, which is awesome. I think we talked about it before the podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> was it before? <laughs> yeah. No, um, no, that was Jerry. That was Jerry. It was in. True. I'm like, was it before or was it during? So we have the St. John's word in there too to help with mood, right? And then we've also got the white yam as well that helps with DHEA production. Then we've got the tree which balances estrogen, progesterone. Like a list just goes on and on. And sometimes when I sit there and I read it off to people, I'm like, this is such a great, like I'm not supposed to have a (laughs) Gets better every time. This This is my favorite child. I really always say that. I'm like, I'm not supposed to, you know, but it really, I love this product. It's made such a big impact for me. And it's just a one a day. And that's one of the things I really like too. And then on top of that, we have astragalus and zinc in here. And you can take two if you really need to. But honestly, one a day of these is more than enough. If you take two a day, you're really kind of getting triple the dosage of anybody else that's on the market right now. If you mm-hmm. take two a day. And that's that's really incredible. And Don, who is my formulator for this product, did a phenomenal job at it. So I'm really...
2: A few years back, I was talking to you, who um, he created most of the products for um, which is, yeah. again, a very reputable company. Um, one of the things he was talking to me about was cycling, specifically uh, herbal supplements. Is there any sort of cycling protocol for this supplement?
1: I think with everything, you probably should. I, I personally have been taking one a day for years. so. Mm. Um, but you probably should cycle and take yourself a little bit of a break. Um, like even with Lose It, I take one Lose It every day before I work out. It's my mm-hmm. pre-workout. I love it, but I don't drink a lot of coffee. Here, I've been so using it like as
0: a pre-workout my, too. So that's another pre-workout. one.
1: Right? it's great for a pre-workout and my mom takes it she's 60 something years 67 my mom she <laughs> takes it a run in the afternoon for energy because we we're on montreal and she's like where's your energy pills i'm like i don't have energy pills and she goes the red one i'm like lose it and she goes yeah i'm like you take lose it and she goes yeah i take one in the afternoon i go play pickleball I go, like, that's so cute <laughs> okay and she just loves it right so um but uh, i i mean i do think with everything you probably should take a break i it's because it's my favorite that i don't um and even with lose that i take one a day so that's just kind of my i think when i get into how but you obviously probably should cycle things in and out they we do have to have disclaimers on here that say you know take it for 90 days and then give yourself a break but I believe that's more health canada cool. um,
2: i just wanted to that. make sure like, i do wonder with some yeah. things because sometimes that conversation does get passed over but um you were saying that you you've been taking this dosage for a few years now when did you officially commercialize the supplement? But when were you? When did you start testing it like yourself? Because it sounds like you've been using this for many, many years before it was actually yeah. a a labeled product.
1: No, we start well. So reclaim launched in 2020. So we had it before. Don had it before. Um, so I was I was using it kind of previous to that. So mm-hmm. I was have had that, need to use it um, when we did our first product restore. I had him actually, he by hand encapsulated restore for me so I could try it out. Cause I was like, I don't want to spend money and do this. What if it doesn't work? But I remember I still have the little blue box he gave me and he put them all together. <laughs> so, so I could test the product out, but I was able to use reclaim for a little bit before that and just immediately felt, especially with the St. John's word. I was like, wow, I feel really great on this product. And that's kind of the feedback we get to when women go off of it. They're like, oh, okay, that's why I don't feel as happy or that's why you kind of feel it in your mood. You're like, oh, that's what that is, you know? So I think, um, yeah, so I was taking it for maybe three or four months before.
2: Amazing. So we're getting a little long in the tooth on this one. I think people are going to be loving the information on this episode. We've been giving them a hell of a show today, but um, where can people find you? Where can people find your brand? Where do you want to send people to?
1: Um. Well, you can, I love stalkers. I no. <laughs> <laughs> I said so that my like, you might want to not use that anymore. I'm like, I love stuff. Um, but no, you can find me, Erin Wellness, obviously, is our Instagram handle. Um, and we obviously showcase a lot of your wonderful stuff that you do, too. Zary, um, we love your stuff. And so Erin Wellness at Erin Wellness is our Instagram handle. You can go to the website. We're actually redoing the whole website as of January 1st. I'm super excited about it. We're really focusing more on the five pillars, really digging into that idea of education with women and the five pillars of holistic health. And then of course the brand too. Um, So you can go to the website, Erin And you can also find us on Twitter, Erin Wellness, Facebook, Erin Wellness. And then you can also just follow me too. You can stalk me on Erin Bella Ashley.
2: (laughs) Awesome. And the spelling for that is A-E-R-Y-O-N. It's a little different. And I had to make sure I actually had the pronunciation right. And if anybody is wondering um, and you want just an easy link to that, all of the podcast notes can be found at embodiedwellnessco.com slash blog slash estrogen part two. That's where you're going to be able to find all of, well, a lot of the notes for the many, many things that we talked about today. Links to the supplement, links to Erin's social medias and everywhere that you can go be her stalker at.
0: Awesome! thank, thank you, thank you so much you for coming
1: great. on our show thank you so much for having me you guys are both awesome i love what you're doing you guys are doing great work
0: we love you back
2: <laughs> Alrighty, open door you're always welcome back we'll chat soon everybody thank you for listening to today's podcast this podcast provides general information and discussions about health and related subjects the information and other content provided in this podcast or any linked materials are not intended and should not be construed as medical advice, nor is the information a substitute for professional medical expertise or treatment. If you or any other person has medical concern, you should consult with your healthcare provider and seek other professional medical treatment. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you may have heard on this podcast or any link materials. If you think you may have a medical emergency, call your doctor or emergency services immediately. The opinions and views expressed on this podcast are of no relation to those of any academic, hospital, health practice, or other institution.